Hello, it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys, this is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Brunsberg. I am an all wrestling referee. I'm good old JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show. This podcast. This show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a sovereign honor. You all right over there? <laughs> I didn't want to laugh over the intro, but there you were spassing the hell out. Dude, never like, come here on two hours of sleep again. I was oh, just doing is, my best Jeff Hardy. I, it was good. It was better than Jeff Hardy did Jeff Hardy oh, on Sunday. I was getting it Poor guy. The baby, that's right, baby making. Welcome, everyone, to this week's One Fall Show. I am your host, Chuck Bean. And as Justin mentioned earlier, I'm working on about uh, 120 minutes of sleep today. So Oof. we'll see how this works out. We've got a whole bunch of wrestling to get to. Of course, AEW's Double and Nothing was this week. We're heading into Hell in a Cell as far as WWE is concerned, and an NXT event that I just found out about hmm. commercial, through a commercial while Raw was on last oh, night. I was like, oh, in your house or something? that's happening. Yeah, All right, neat. So yeah, let me go around the room and introduce the voices that you will be hearing. Starting off with the guy to my left, he is the host of the JV Sports Talk, P-P-V-P-O-D. It is JV, Justin Valentine. I'm, I'm getting used to you spelling out P-O-D as much as I don't do it. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> it, it works. Uh, yeah, no. Another episode Welcome. coming. Consecutive weeks. Hell in two a Cell. This, yeah, two consecutive weeks. Hell in a Cell this week. I'm excited. A lot of wrestling. Erica just said it before we uh, came on. There's a lot of wrestling. I it's love wrestling. I love wrestling, wrestling, guys. There's always something it's to talk like, about. It's like anything, too. Like when you get something, re- any entertainment meeting, when you get a really good piece of it, yeah. then you want more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, unfortunately, like eventually you, you get diminishing returns yeah. and stuff doesn't live up to you and you're like, sure. what am I doing here? <laughs> That's and part of it. Something will come around and you'll be like, oh yeah. This, this is, is why. This is why. This is the good stuff. This is why. Also joining me, uh, the man to my right, he is our uh, longtime co-host of the One Fall Show and the man on the buttons that makes the funny voices happen. It's Shawnee Constant. Hello, Chuck. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and sometimes you, you, you get excited and you also get diminishing returns all in one night. Sometimes. And we sort of got that this weekend, and I think bit. we're going to unpack it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Unpack it a little bit. Send some of these. Maybe instead of 17 matches in four hours, uh, we throw a few of those over onto Dynamite. Uh, mm-hmm. I yeah, think they have please. a Friday night hour show. Maybe put a few good matches over on there, you know, Shoot. make it all work. Yeah, I can't wait to dig into that. But before we do, we have to Whoa. introduce... The crown jewel of the one fall show. Don't say crown jewel. I do want. I don't want any affiliation with that (laughs) blood money bullshit. All right. The premium gasoline of the one fall show. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's a good one, Hall Gaming. I'm going to dump that in right now. One of the most beautiful women in podcast history. Damn. There we go. I mean, first of all, bro, I'm not even wearing makeup. Like, virtually, I'm showered. I shower. There's a rear view mirror. That's where you can put on your makeup. God damn, there really is one for God, for everything. For everything. Every uh, single one. Anywho. Well, here, continue. Con- make with my intro. Absolutely. She's, <laughs> she's Jack to the gills. She uh. is never wrong. Yeah. She is... Uh, the uh, oh, help me out here, Shawnee. I'm running out of steam. Uh, the fulcrum. The fulcrum. Of the one fall show. Yes, exactly. Ooh, I got one. This, yeah, yeah, but yes. I'm sure. sorry. Sorry, I have to cut you off, Shawnee. Got, got. I got keynote listener. Keynote listener. <laughs> keynote speaker. Award-winning white woman. <laughs> Woo! Erica Bennis. Well, I. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> 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 she gets a theme song and everything. Wow. Well, 
I mean, it's nice. it's always nice to be together, all four of us. We were down a, a, a fella. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. You know, when we were doing our little uh, Double or Nothing viewing, right. uh, you had some uh, familial uh, yeah. stuff to handle. Shout out to Erica bringing cookies from that hangout. Yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, too, like because uh, JV loves Chips Ahoy. This podcast has been brought to you by the Chips Ahoy brand and just Nabisco period. Oh, yeah. Uh, so last time we had a gathering, I had just two regular size packs of Chips Ahoy. We went through those like crazy. You say we. Hey. We all we all ate. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but then I'm like, oh, I'm like, can't do that. And, I, and this time I got two party sizes, which I think a little too much. I think I'll stick with two family size there packages for next gathering, which will be next month for uh, Forbidden Door. And hopefully, oh, hopefully that show won't be too long. Because I mean, look, I love a long show. I love AEW yep. a ton, but like. It was. There are three matches that could have been taken off that card. That card should have been six to seven matches. That's it. That's I, it. I think there's an interesting question, though. Which three matches would everyone take off? That's yeah, that is an I, interesting already, question because I think it would differentiate from person to person. There'll, there'll definitely be, I would I would assume, uh, one or two that we might be able to all agree on. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I've, and, and I've even, already got my card down. I, I feel like the matches were good. Oh, yeah. It was just... Yeah. Too many of them. For yeah, sure. yeah. I, I would, I would definitely say that not a single match didn't deliver on some level. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a single match that I'm like. Ugh. I think I would have had the title matches, the Owen Hart Cup, mm -hmm. the Anarchy in the Arena, mm -hmm. and by the way, when I say title matches, minus the TBS title, I did not need that again. As much as I love Athena coming out, and, that, and that could have been. And shout and out Stokely, Stokely Hathaway. Hathaway. That was shout huge. Out to yeah. That could have been a really cool dynamite moment. Because I didn't need Jay Cargill and Anna Jay again. Again, we're talking about a show that went to almost 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Shit's going to have to get cut, right? There's names that, unfortunately, aren't going to be able to make the cut. This is part of when you have a lot of good talent on your roster. You can't keep us there for seven hours. Yeah. So I had read somewhere. Be there. I had read somewhere that Tony Khan actually bought the extra hour because he wanted to let Martha Hart have as much time as she wanted. Yeah, I read that too. There was that, and there was also the game is, seven of the uh, NBA playoffs. Yes, on. and he wanted to make sure they weren't getting out at the same time. Yeah, game which they got out two hours after the game was over. So yeah. totally overshot that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we're obviously we're gonna break down some AEW uh, double or nothing. But before we do, I'm pleased to announce that the game show format has returned for a second week. Yeah. This week, however, instead of competing for answers, our own JV will be asking the questions. Now, JV, Hi. how will this work? I, well, I was told about one question per category. Sure. Uh, Double or Nothing was huge, so uh, AEW got a couple questions. So it's just four. Nothing too crazy. I wanted to take a shot at the questions. Okay. Uh, and you guys, of course, will be the contestants this time around. Yes. Uh, just yell out your name if you have the answer. Does that make sense? Okay, I can do that. Yep. You know what's going to happen. I'm going to yell, me! Yeah. Me! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not your name, either that, either that or, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah! <laughs> just start screaming. <laughs> like, you know who this is. Oh, man. Sorry for those that just tuned into the podcast. You're oh. just hearing, ah! We're just, yeah, we're just Sorry, screaming. Sorry. We do more than that. Randomly into microphones. Yeah. Uh, and this will obviously lead into us breaking down... Uh, Double or nothing and other stuff. Okay. All right, so so should we get started? Let's get started. You guys All right. are ready. Ready. Yell out your name, Shawnee, you too. 
uh, if you got the answer. Cool. I got my hand hovering over the buzzer. Sounds good. All right. We're going to start with, with the main event of, of AEW Double or Nothing. Okay. Mm -hmm. CM Punk is our AEW world champion. Yep. And what year was he last a world champion? Chuck. Chuck. 2011. Wrong. <sighs> Erica. Uh, 2014. Wrong. No. Shit. I'm going to guess 2013. Shawnee, you are correct. Oh, oh, yeah. 2013, he was WWE champion. The Rock took it off of him. Uh, at that time around. So yeah, CM Punk is world champion, yeah. which I kind of saw coming. Uh, no offense uh, to Adam Page. Great guy. Saw his tweet earlier today. Uh, seems like a stand-up dude. Great competitor. But that title run was not what I thought it should have been. I wish he would have gotten a little bit more, like would have gotten some more. When I say I wish he would have gotten a longer title run, I wish he would have gotten more opponents yeah, to agree. tell that story against. However, boy, did they tell a story on Sunday night. Like, yeah. even for as, as wore out as I was by the time we got there, I really appreciated the story, which will, I'm sure, continue of he wants to win, but he doesn't want to he doesn't want to cross a line. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, in hindsight, like, it does make sense to have him be the champion heading into Forbidden Door, which will be at the United Center, mm -hmm. Chicago, hometown crowd. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the crowd, you know, a Chicago crowd is always intense, but, you know, knowing that CM Punk is going to be main eventing. Yeah, it would be homecoming oh, with a title. Yeah, and, and who who has, who, who knows who he's going to be facing. I assume, um, you know, the build for Forbidden Door is going to start Wednesday. Um, and I assume he'd be facing somebody from New Japan. I could be wrong. Sure. I could be wrong. Um, I would, uh, you know, if I'm wrong, so be it. But uh, like the, the possibilities are endless, and it should be a really good show. Yeah, we have no idea what that format for Forbidden Door is going to be. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see how this, the build's going to be. Is it going to be like an all-star game where they're just announcing matches without necessarily stories behind it? Right. Or is it going to be, are we telling stories on Dynamite week after week like we would build into a regular pay-per-view? They haven't really... Not in a bad way, but they haven't cleared up like what that's going to look like. Well, I mean, they were in the middle of building to double or nothing. Right. So, like I said, I feel like the the build to Forbidden Door will start like they they are not going to waste any goddamn time. No, and they did have that little little sneak peek. A couple of boys from uh, oh, yeah. which faction came in there and wrecked a match last week. Right? Oh, yeah, that's, right. I, uh, that's right. Great O'Khan and uh, <laughs> Jeff Jeff Cobb. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Cobb. that was a thing. Jeff yeah. Cobb is double fantastic. or nothing. I, I, yeah. I love Jeff Cobb so much, and I got I, okay. I'll, I'll fully. It, what is uh, their, what is that faction? Um, that is. They said the name on the show, and I can't remember. The it. Empire. The Empire. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's a solid faction name. It, yeah, it's that? it's a really unique collection of folks they got there with. Obviously, Will Osprey being the head of that faction. Uh, but you know, as I've mentioned before in passing, AEW Dynamite is usually the night where I get a get a little little buzzed and watch <laughs> a little wrestling. And so I'm sitting there on my couch, just you know enjoying the show and I'm just going like oh this is this match is really good oh here comes Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb what <laughs> oh my god and like the delayed response like Eric nearly fell off the couch because I'm just like <laughs> what I'm just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause Jeff Cobb Jeff Cobb's dope yeah. he's so great I felt awesome. like that was kind of the Jeff Cobb versus Samoa Joe <gasps> Ooh. oh Might, yeah give me that might, I like that might, a lot. The two men enter, one man leave. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they, they both men may not leave the arena if that was the sure. biggest situation. Well, <laughs> uh, um, New Japan has long had a relationship with Ring of Honor. Samoa Joe is the Ring of Honor champion. Like, that, 
that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But then again, he is paired with Great Okan. They are a tag team. So, yeah. Yeah. so I mean, I, I highly doubt that. But I think maybe in the future. Oh, oh that'd be oh. delicious. Oh, the the the, the, the new like the the, the new um, unfolding of dream matches. You know, Tony loves to talk about his little dream sure. matches. Maybe yeah. put a little few more dream matches on Dynamite there, Tony. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. oh, oh. Oh, oh. Yeah, it, yeah, I think it. I think now that we put it out into the world, it, it is going to happen. It's very much a self fulfilling prophecy. So good, good, good thinking, sir. <laughs> I want to get back to CM Punk and the uh, the world title because there was a lot of. First off, Adam Page's title run I feel like was a victim of AEW just listening to the fans and like I, at the time we wanted Adam Page to be champion. So they're like, okay, we'll make Adam Page champion. They had no idea what they wanted to do with him after that. Now, okay, I, I, I will disagree with you slightly. I feel like this was like the the Adam Page saga was a two year in the making yes. thing. The yeah. chase was great. I'm yeah. talking about after he was champion. But I, I feel like that is an unfortunate uh, circumstance with a lot of face champions. The chase yes. is always more desirable sure. than the actual title run. Yeah. Um. You know, it's 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 a bummer. It's right. um. It is what it is. Um. I you know, I, I can't like I I would I would want more like like chuck had said like i would have liked a few more uh matches yeah. a few more marquee main events feuds, marquee main, yeah. yeah is it's what is what yeah. yeah that's the what because they did because they did give him a run. good mix of opponents between brian danielson and, and uh the adam cole lance archer lance archer and so like he did get a good mix of opponents i just i wish i could have gotten a couple more before we decided to move forward sure yeah, like a lot of them weren't like juicy enough, like just something you could really sink your teeth in. Yeah. So, I mean, could it have been better? Yes, of course, but I feel like we have seen worse. So it's oh, just for kind sure. of, it's just kind of like, fuck. Do you think, <laughs> don't we feel like that this is sort of his feet wet title reign to like, it's not as though, I mean, I think, I think there's almost zero chance that we don't see cowboy shit in that top spot again, right? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, this is, let, let's see, let's see how people respond. People yeah. responded really well. Mm-hmm. The cowboy shit chants were off the hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and now, now he's going to have both Kenny and CM Punk yeah. to grind axes with mm-hmm. and figure out how he's going to get, you know, they're sort of the older generation, the CM Punk generation, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we're into the emo cowboy thing. He's going to have to figure out how to evolve into that. Right. Like yeah. Yeah, we're seeing the similar thing, I think with jungle boy and Jurassic express is everyone like, I really would have thought that if you're going to put that match on the pay-per-view along with the 17 others, uh, yes. maybe you change the title. You know, yeah, like, right. why have that big, you know, it's, it's, it's a spectacle. It gives your talent who's been working hard a chance to get, you know, the, mm. the pay-per-view payday. But again, that's something that probably didn't necessarily need to be there mm-hmm. with Jungle Boy, pack. With Jungle Boy, too, they keep hinting at this Christian heel turn. Mm-hmm. Sure, here and, sure. uh, and I, I want to see that so bad. Sure. Um, well, keep in mind, I don't mean to cut you off, but like a lot of heel turns, as evident with uh, Chuck's biggest pop of the night, they Julia they definitely Hart. stretch that the fuck out. Yeah. So like clearly they are telegraphing something yes. with Christian. Sure, but you, bro, you got to wait. Oh, I get that, and and, and I definitely thought but the, the meantime he's signing people person after person. We got to start getting these. Let's get these title reigns in and out. In and out. Yeah. We got a lot <laughs> of people on, to strap on. We got a lot of people to get through. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Chuck, you mentioned uh, the story too for the main event. Uh, the story itself, Adam Page not wanting to go too far to win, was great. But it feels like they didn't know what story they want to tell because one week Page, it did feel like him and CM Punk were telling two different stories. Yes, because one week Page sounds like almost a heel, yeah. right? And then the next week Page is coming at CM Punk, and the the final promo on the final Dynamite before the show. 
I want to defend the title from you. Yeah. The company from you, which some people kind of got behind. I do like the idea that CM Punk is this kind of like duplicious bastard and right. only Eddie Kingston and Adam Page can see it. Yeah, like I feel like maybe that might be a, a, just something to keep your eye on. Yeah. Like 100%. that could be like yeah. a long-term thing and, and more yeah. folks will get behind it. So I wish Adam Page would have dug deeper into that though. There was a lot of things. I saw a lot of people on Twitter add in, you know, he could have mentioned every time CM Punk's won the world title, he's gone heel against the company. Right. right? I, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like throw that stuff in there. That would have given me some more juicy little like, ooh, I like that. Like, I can get behind it. Like I could see the point that he was seemingly trying to make mm -hmm. in that promo, but he never fully made it. But we kind of got it because we knew where it was should have been heading. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird good promo, and then the, and then the, the pay per view I've, was telling a different story. It seems like. I've not heard from any of the talent. Like you hear that they're happy in AEW and that there's a lot more freedom. You're not walking on eggshells around, you right. know, production crew and and the owner and everything like that. But we haven't gotten any like a concrete so. Do they hand you anything for your promos or do you they literally give you carte blanche? And it yeah. would be really interesting to know that. That would be. Yeah, I, I you know, from what I've kind of ascertained, like it seems like it's, you know, some people will have a little bit more leeway, understandably. So. Sure. Um, but it feels like they're doing what WWE used to do where they have like the bullet point thing yeah. where it's like yeah. hit these points and go for it. Yeah. Um, instead of just saying like this, these are exactly the words you right, will right, say. Right, right, exactly. Here's the story you're telling. Yeah. You're going to do it with this, this, and this. Mix that in however you would right. in yeah. your character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think that I think Paige just needs a little more seasoning. And I, I think they sort of understood that going in, right? Like they, they, yeah. they want to see so what they're going to get with them. It, it definitely worked to the extent that the fans accepted it. I think you all are right. Agree 100%. That, like it never really... Like you, you got all some great ingredients, but you like at the end of it, there wasn't a cake. I don't know. And, and I, I think that I don't know that there was meant to be a cake, right? Like this was just sort of like we got to get a baby face in there, someone that's gonna be the lever with uh, with CM Punk. Who it appears, I, I think now so much has been telegraphed that if he doesn't turn heel, it, it's going to be disappointing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Kenny Omega. Um, the only problem with Kenny, I think ultimately Kenny Omega would face CM Punk as a babyface, except for that, that rascally Don Callis. I don't think you can do anything <laughs> with Don Callis in terms of a babyface. Uh, you know, he would have to be out of the picture. And the yeah. last time we heard from Kenny was actually via Don Callis showing right. up to, yeah. to taunt everybody at a pay per view, which, which was, was you know fun. fabulous. Yes, that was um, great. Is anyone else going to be? Uh, just recent news was that Kenny had to have um, sort of some surgery for a hernia uh, hernia operation. If he's not at Forbidden Door, is that a huge disappointment? Like, I don't he, think he will be. I, I don't. I don't mean wrestling. Like, yeah. I need to see Kenny Omega remind everybody that Kenny Omega is a huge part of this company. Yeah. I feel like he has to make some sort of appearance. Sure. I don't I, I would be shocked if he wrestles just considering everything that we now know and all of the give injuries him, he was working. Give him through. a back I mean, I know they're not big on backstage anything, but give him a backstage segment where like he comes face to face with one of his old New Japan foes and they just stare each other down and that's that's at least we got to see him. At yeah. least he was there. Yeah, or or like after like some sort of match, like wh whomever comes out on top of like perhaps it's the AEW title match. I don't know because right. we don't know what's. All yeah, I just booked. feel end of the night we're going to see Kenny Omega. I think yeah, and I think it would probably would be end of the night because he's 
I think still a marquee figure within you know. Oh my God. Like, that's oh, what oh, I was. Um, yeah. With the fans, you know, obviously with the company. Yeah. But with, but with the fans, I, you know, I just it's been a long time. Been a long time. He that's what I was going to say a couple up. minutes ago. Is that I think all of us and and a lot of the audience too will now recognize Adam Page more as a marquee talent mm-hmm. than we did before he had a title on had had the heavyweight title on him. Yeah. Like there was definitely still people who was like. This guy? Really? This guy? And after a couple of months, you know, I mean, unless they're just naysayers and it's like, yeah, I fucking told you this guy. Oh, yeah, haters are going to hate. Right, exactly. But I think his next couple of stories, we're all going to care a little bit more because, oh, he was champion once, man, and he was pretty damn good at it. Yeah. He's only 30. He's got that sweet-ass buckshot lariat that That apparently is very hard to hit. (laughs) Shout out to CM Punk after they went off the air uh, and his promo to the crowd just totally owned that. He straight up said, just make sure I don't ever try a buckshot lariat again. (laughs) Cannot do that. So good on him. Own that. So do do we do another question? Yeah, let's do another question because we definitely got something else we got to talk about from Double or Nothing. All right. Uh, Right. Again, shout out your name if you have the answer. Which two superstars were a no-show at AEW FanFest on Saturday? Erica. Erica. Uh, it was uh, MJF. Yes. And by accident, yep. Samoa Joe. Yep. Samoa Joe! Samoa Joe. What? Joe. Joe. What? Uh, well, the, the Samoa, it was now, a miscommunication with Samoa Joe. People were freaking out for a minute because the MJF yeah. stuff was happening at the same time. Right. And, and I guess uh, FanFest was, uh, from what I uh, gleaned from BTE, was organized by one Dana Massey. So I don't mean to throw Dana Massey, uh, Mrs., <laughs> Mrs. Buck. Way under, to go. Under oh, okay. the bus, I, didn't, I didn't know who that was. You're, you're <laughs> like, who the fuck's Dana yeah. Massey? Way to go, Dana. <laughs> uh, but I mean, look. I mean, Can that, I help you, ma'am? Very nice. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean that that sucks, and you know, hopefully they've they will have learned from that egregious error and just don't ever fucking do it again. Yeah. Uh, but MJF, huh? Wow, that Woo! was a lot. That was a lot within 24 hours. I mean, so, the, the plane and everything. Yes. Yeah, so for for those of us for those of our listeners who only get their wrestling information through us, yes. Let's talk. Let's let's discuss the MJF thing as it happens. So. Yeah. Around Saturday night, correct me in any of this if I'm wrong. Go ahead. Around Saturday night is when the news and the tweets came out that he was not at FanFest. Right. Um, obviously, he's been playing up this character where uh, he's, you know, he keeps mentioning WWE. He says when his contract's up in two years, he's going where the money is. Yep. All this stuff. We've heard rumors that him and Tony Khan haven't had the best relationship sure. in the last month or two. So he doesn't show up at FanFest. And then some of the uh, wrestling. Uh, news community lets out that uh, there is a plane ticket with his name on it that night out of Vegas. Uh, and then we don't hear anything for the, for most of Sunday. And we get to the pay-per-view on Sunday and they play the video package during the buy-in. We're like, I mean, yeah, I guess bye. it's still happening. And then they open the show with it yeah. and his music hits and there's a pause and then we get MJF versus Wardlow and it's a squash match. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. MJF uh, versus Wardlow. Um, they cart MJF out in a stretcher. And as of, I think, yesterday, the news was him and Tony Khan were supposed to have a sit-down last night sure. and hash some stuff out. So he had not left Vegas. And the last thing I had read is that he is... Uh, somebody had seen him at the airport in... Was it L.A. where they are this week? Yeah, yeah they are in yeah, L.A. I think, yeah. yeah. They're at the forum this week. Yeah. So I mean, there's a good chance that things have been smoothed over, at least. I... 
I was definitely, you know, it was interesting for a while there for 24 hours. I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot, right? Because the, the problem with MJF that's tough to always, like, figure out what's legit and what's not is he's always in character. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. fantastic. You and appreciate the hell out of that. And it makes me think, like, the, the extent at which people are, like, like, people argue on, well, with all the things that he's done, like, you'll see just fans, right? With yes. all the things that MJF has done, how can you, I'm like, how, how do you know anything that he's done other than what he's done on TV, right? right like everything is speculation. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, they're gonna, he's going to have a sit down meeting with Tony Khan. Well, that, that could be kayfabe. We don't yeah, have, like, no does idea. anyone know, do we have any indication that there is actual turmoil going on backstage? Sure. Right. No. Uh, I think he probably will have, he'll probably get a giant contract in 2024 from WWE. Yeah. Sure. I, I don't think that matters. There's 800 people on the AEW roster. It's probably, it'd be good for, you know, whatever he wants to do, he can do. I, I just, the whole thing, this whole idea that uh, he's, act, like, any of this is actually happening because Sean Ross Sapp tells us that it's happening is right. a little weird. <laughs> Shout out to Sean uh, Ross. You know, it, why do we know that there was an airline, like, did anyone hear about how they tracked down that there was an airline ticket yeah. with his name on it. I wouldn't think that the airline company's not going to be like, oh yeah, Maxwell Jacob. We, why, yes, we do. He's right over here. If you'd like to beat him up, he'll be in this small plane. Could it have been, could it maybe trying to get a rat? Like, you know, yeah. that makes a lot of he, he sense told to me. two people that there was right. an airline ticket. Yeah. Nope. Sean Ross Sapp is now announcing it. I guess we know who the fucking leak is, you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah. right. I don't know. There's just, it's, it's, and, and that what I'm saying Pure speculation. Yeah. Everything with MJF, pure speculation, because yeah. we don't have any evidence that any of it's real. The one, yeah. the one thing that leaned, I so was obviously back and forth because when you hear this news, you're like, shit. I guess we gotta wait to see if he shows up. Yeah. So <laughs> when he shows up, I'm like, okay, it was a work. It was a work. And the only thing I'll say, and like Shawnee just said, like it could all be a, a work. That's the beautiful hurtful thing about wrestling. <laughs> you never know if it's a work or if it's real until he's actually shows up in WWE. Yeah. Just like with Cody Rhodes. Yeah. We had no idea what was going on with Cody until the second he rose up at WrestleMania. Like, oh, it was legit. Right. You know what I mean? Like it could have been all over the place. With MJF, the one thing that I am kind of, you know, okay, it could be uh, kind of legit. That match being a squash, there's no way in hell that was the game plan in my brain. There's that much of a squash. Like, of course, you want to make Wardlow it look seems, strong. It seems the least likely of what was supposed to happen. Right. But at, at the same time, like, it's it's also the thing that will make the majority of people waiting for this match at the happiest. Yeah, well, for sure. But I think, you know, there's a way of, to make Wardlow look strong without completely squashing MJF. So that's why, like, I could see that that was not the game plan. That much of a squash. Right, like uh, he got his ass kicked again, in speculation. less than ten minutes. Well, yeah, All by a guy who who had to be in in handcuffs, surrounded by eighteen guards. <laughs> no, like this sure. is he's like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I expected, like, I'll put it this way: his steel cage match with Sean Spears was more competitive than his pay per view match with MJF. That's true. So yes, yeah, that's, that's where true. I'm like, MJF could have used some dirty tactics to make the the match go longer. I don't that know. That spot with the ring was priceless. That was really good. That was fun. That was that was that was a good one. That was really, really good. good. The the way I I kind of view because I like I, I I do understand you uh, what you're going at and and you do make some good points. Where where I think the squash plays well is the fact that okay, so he was stretchered out with a. Oxygen mask that was not over his face. Top of his face and not where the where the air goes. Because maybe you know this by that logic, then that means he can at least be off television. Perhaps they can do some negotiations. Right. Get their shit together. Um, 
right, figure because out his situation and then they can move forward. Um, you know, if because why why book a guy in any sort of feud if there's clearly some issues going on and, and especially since they have a show in a fucking month. Yeah. So it just it's. Oh, it is. It is trauma. That was that was the part that I left out is the the crux of the issue as we are to believe it is that MJF wants more money. Yeah. Tony Khan wants him to sign an extension. He doesn't want to sign the extension. He just wants more money. And Tony's like, well, why would I give you yeah, more money not if you're not going to work, stay? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and now the latest reports again, we're going to throw out there all speculation. Yes. Uh, WWE reportedly offered or willing to offer him top money and all this BS of him you know, potentially walking out and not walking out, whatever has not deterred Vince McMahon from. I, I, sounds like there's Vince McMahon's a huge MJF fan. There's your conspiracy theory. Well, there's well, your conspiracy. ACW was put together so Cody could get a dozen of these young talent, big money contracts in WWE, so then they could go back to AEW and well, pull that audience back over there after a couple thought, years. One thought I will say though, and this doesn't a- apply to any like young talent from AEW that may want to follow Cody. This applies to someone that's the stature of MJF. Uh, again, I absolutely love what WWE has done with Cody Rhodes since he's been over. Mm-hmm. And if you're an MJF, if you get that similar treatment in your own world and your oh, own yeah. character, oh yeah, he's not going to show up you, and be Joe McGillicuddy. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Max Dupree's assistant. Yeah. No, I, I, if you you look at that the way he's transferred over from AEW to WWE, they did not change him one bit. His character, his in-ring, that's, of course, the biggest worry that everyone has going over to WWE. Right. Is yeah. your whole character name and everything being changed. And they've made him the most over guy in WWE right now within a span of a couple months. They've done a fantastic job with Cody Rhodes. If I'm MJF, I could definitely see why he looks at that and says, if I get that treatment plus money, I'm in. Sure, yeah. 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 And having Kevin and Sammy as much as I, you know, hate it yeah. <laughs> yeah uh that's still you know the 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 professional wrestling camp right the the roh yeah. wrestling camp which we're seeing now is so important in the aew world yeah. Yeah. um still has a camp in in wwe it hasn't been a complete you know exodus sure, sure. And they put on great work this weekend. Oh my God! That, that Friday, Sorry, I mean, we're, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to Friday Night SmackDown, but they were absolutely the highlight. I, uh, my other questions are re- regarding WWE. So let's All right. get any other AEW stuff out of our system. If we got anything else, I from was double or nothing. I was extremely impressed with the women's title match. Love that. Very much. The, great match for the match that I had the least amount of uh, like build going in. Like I just I. I think I'd mentioned on this podcast maybe a month ago that I don't get Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike Thunder Rosa. I just don't get it. Yeah. I get Thunder Rosa a little bit more now right. after watching that match. Yes. Okay. I I think I I think I understand a little bit better. La mela mela. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. exceptionally good. I do love Thunder Rosa, ring. but it has not. You know, that's it's like uh, Paige. You know, has yeah. not been. Uh, a blockbuster title reign. She's no. um, not, been, not been winning people over. Yeah. I do like that giant red cowboy hat. However, <laughs> it seemed, seemed like a transitionary red cowboy hat. Yeah. She only wore it the one time. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> the promos that she was cutting before should have came after this match, though. Because when she was cutting all these top-notch promos, yeah. I was thinking to myself, have you right. like, changed the face of the women's division? I feel like you haven't yet. You put on a match like that with Serena Deep, you get a big win at Double or Nothing, you retain your title after beating Britt Baker. Yeah. Now you can make those, mm-hmm. have those promos right. yeah. where even if you don't agree with it, there's at least a little more to back it up. Right. You haven't done anything since you beat Britt, and yet you're coming out here saying you changed 
the the women's division. Fuck all you, Evan. And she does have to deal with being vastly overshadowed on a weekly basis by Jade Cargill, if not in in ring talent, yes. definitely in presentation. Very much yeah, so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's you know that's got to be extremely difficult to deal with. Sure. <laughs> like, and I'm, glad, oh, I'm glad the women's division finally got an addition with Athena. Oh, about fantastic. Damn good stuff. That's that was beautiful. It, I mean, yeah. that's exciting. I'm hoping she can stay healthy and long enough yes. to give us some fantastic wrestling matches. Yeah. Um, I think before we move on, do we want to go round the table and say which matches we would have cut, which three matches we would have cut? Ooh, that's, Only that's not three? a good idea. I, I, yeah, see, I think three is a good number because uh, just just because it's fun, right? Like, okay. I mean, we could all gut it and make our perfect card, but okay. of course, three, three's like, fine. For, uh, do I need to queue up the Radiohead? Is this anyone complaining? <laughs> Nick, uh, Tony Khan? No, no, okay. not necessarily. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and start because I think I, I think I'll get some 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 agreement here. Uh, the Bucks versus the Hardys. Yep, you could have pushed that as a dream match, put it on a Friday night, or to finish off a Wednesday night you know, three or four weeks before a pay-per-view, and you have a huge night, right? right. Like, you have, like, yeah. oh, this is some buzz for a Wednesday night show. Sure. But wedged in the middle, watching, oh, the Hardys, the Hardys, the Hardys. Jeff is beyond all physics, beyond all <laughs> biological <laughs> expectations, is still doing amazing things. At this point, uh, Matt, just, he's so difficult moving in the ring. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's and, and the Bucks are predicated on moving quick, so. Yeah. Eh, you know, that was a match I thought that that worked ultimately. Uh, first half, a little slow to get going. Once they got the rhythm going, I thought it worked. But again, I think if you do that, yeah. I, I think what we're seeing is that the the uh, the Hardys victory lap might be biting off a little more than they can chew. It's yeah, like, it's entirely it's like possible. When right. we found out that oh, like oh, Hoovy, mm, maybe maybe this should have been the. Th- the three trials of Jericho and not the five trials. Like, <laughs> right. Shipped out a few of them trials, right? Like, look, we, we, we pushed too hard for the dream match um, to live up to expectations beyond the capacity of our competitors. Yeah. Well, okay, so the Hardys, I would agree with that. The yeah, that was the Bucks, one of mine. Even though I, I feel like the, the this is just another one of those, like, the Bucks don't disappoint me when they're in the ring. I'm, like, even when you give them a match as difficult to to keep entertaining as their, which I have to imagine they're just huge fans and that's why they want to do it again. They of just, course. they fucking love the Hardy boys and they're like, can we please do us and the Hardys one more time? And, and I like, look, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good outfit. Uh, same way that Shawnee loved uh, Thunder Rose's red hat, as sure. did I. Uh, the Elvis you like the out- Elvis outfits? It, it was just, you know, silly. <laughs> it was just silly bullshit. What did you think of the, What'd you think of uh, mm, Madam uh, Super Kick Party? Madam yeah. uh, 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 Heart uh, Hat. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. bitch! When she's <laughs> she's like, <laughs> and next year I want everyone wearing a fabulous hat. And we, yes, bitch, coming from behind me. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, so at that point in the night, Wonderful. I had maybe about a bottle of wine. Nice. <laughs> and uh, well, because you know, as I told you guys, uh, Eric and I are gonna try and go to Vegas for Double or Nothing next year because he and I got married in Vegas uh, in May 2023. Uh, so we wanted to go back for our 10th anniversary and you bet your sweet asses I'm going to wear a hat. Oh yeah, we're going to be able to point oh, out where yes. she is on and, hard cam by and, the hat. And I will bring a sign. Dr. Martha told me to wear this hat. <laughs> and yeah, you, you, you bet I'm going to like, I'm going viral. I'm going viral. Is Martha a doctor of thugonomics? Does anyone know? Something like that. Do, I want to say. Do, do, do. 
Cut him off. That'd be word life. All right, so that's that's, that's one match. Hardy's. By the way, that's not a match I would cut. Interesting. Really? Wow. If I'm not, if I'm only allowed because you're restricted to three. Okay. If gotcha. I'm not allowed to Fair. cut three, then that's not one of them. Okay. 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 What would be your second Sorry, match, Johnny? Oh, oh, oh! My number two would be um, that tag championship match. I get why you want to sh- showcase three different tag teams, right? But it didn't move any story anywhere, really. Keith Lee um, can sing. Well, yeah, got yeah. right. He can. Like I an guess, angel. It, yeah, it was a nice coming out farty. Part, part, uh, coming out farty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Title of that. Title of <laughs> coming <laughs> out. Party. Nice coming out party, I guess. But um, I thought that would uh, you and Ver- was Virtus? Yes. You and Virtus yes, yes, on yes, the, yes. Uh, the pay-per-view pod this week? Yes. Talked about that, uh, you know, um, Team Taz, you know, they've been putting in a lot of work for a long time. Maybe yep. put the belts on them with the intention of, uh, we all know that staying healthy, Swerve and Keith Lee are going to be tag team champions, right? right. That's, an inevitable, that's a matter of when, uh, yes. not Love if. Love those guys. Yeah. Um, They're great. But, you know, it might have also been a pretty nice pop for it to happen right now. Because, as you say, I think the only thing that's really interesting right now with Jurassic Express is when we're going to get Jungle Boy versus um, Christian. Christian. And... And and Jungle Boy is one of those guys where the the younger people are gonna love him. It's gonna take he's gonna take him more than one title reign yeah. to get him over with everybody. Yeah. yeah, just just like the cowboy. I don't you know I don't know right. that there's much that Page or um, Jurassic Express were going to do in three or six or nine months to just completely win people over. Right? He, I mean, he's such a baby face. Yes. Uh, I don't mean as a good guy, but just like he is a child. Right? He is yeah, um, very young. And, and, you know, he's going to, m- m- in all likelihood, three, five, ten years from now, still going to be a part of this company. And, um, I, yeah, I just don't see where that title runs doing anything or moving the story along. Yeah, I definitely would have gone with uh, Starks and Hobbs here. Uh, they've been together longer. Team Taz has been a thing for a minute. I think Ricky Starks deserves more than just that FTW title, which no yeah. one gives a shit about. And, you know, he, of course, he's a superstar in the making. He's going to be good for a long time. I love Keith Lee and Swerve. They're too new for me to put the titles on yet. Uh, as much as I love both of them, we know them both individually. I want to see them grow. I want to see them be the ones to take it off of Starks and Hobbs mm. at some point this summer. Main yeah. Event Dynamite, take it off them in July or August. Okay. That, that's how I would have booked that. I definitely did not have uh, Jurassic Express hanging out of the title. See, Neither did I. See, I, I agree with Justin that I would have left the TBS title match off of the pay-per-view okay. but i i also agree with you about the hardys and the bucks but this match i would have kept because i feel like all six of those guys just worked their asses off mm-hmm. and it would have been just as good if you'd have put it on dynamite or rampage and shout out to keith lee for doing what brody king could not and that is get uh, over the top rope yeah, on well, that somersault it's rough man and it's shout rough. out to jim ross who called out brody king saying he assaulted the apron on the way down <laughs> <laughs> damn jr <laughs> <laughs> There was one point, by the way, Deshaunty, you get your third match here, but there was one point, JR was getting tired. Because if you go back oh, yeah. and watch that Darby Allen Kyle O'Reilly Trust match, me, by the time JR was getting tired, so were we. So if you go watch the Darby Allen Kyle O'Reilly match, which is like pretty deep into the show, yeah. he there's no, like nothing's being said. Yeah. And out of nowhere, you hear JR go, 
Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Yeah, he, he will not stop doing that. He does that whenever Kyle O'Reilly's on television. But it's it was the most random. But just out of out blue. of nowhere, yep. no one was saying a word, and I can remember like they were both on a. T- it was before like a something. They were both on a top rope. You just hear Jr. Oh, oh, oh. Who Jr. is feeling it right now? I feel yeah. like he waddled in from the bathroom, put on his headset, yeah. and then started singing the O'Reilly songs. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, this match is on. Cool, that's cool." And that's uh, the third. That's the third match I would have yeah. pulled. Uh, an excellent match. Um, two guys that I, I want to see almost any time, yeah. except for in the middle of a giant ass card like that. It yeah. just there wasn't enough. I think probably Sting got hurt and that messed up everything. Yeah. But like, all right, pitch it, pitch it. Like yeah, that, sure. that would have been great. You know, they love uh, featuring Darby on on Dynamite. You know, make that a make that a, a, a main event and, and, yeah, and harp on it for a couple of weeks. And, that certainly would have been my third match as well to to pitch out of there so did you guys have any any other matches that instead of those um okay wait you had well i i also had the the hardys and the bucks yeah um i well uh the darby and the kyle Kyle match yes uh the one that i would have taken off was the the mixed tag um, yeah. Just because it's just like, we get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it was just yeah. more annoying than yeah. anything. So like those would have been my three. Yeah. Well, between debuting Paige Van Sant and getting kind of the blow off of getting to see Sammy, Sammy Guevara be a just absolute shit heel and kick, <laughs> and then kick Ty Conti in the face accidentally. Like, yeah, that's a pay-per-view. That's a pay-per-view quality pop. Yeah. But I mean, I still feel like that easily could have done I want, like a, a, a main evented a, a dynamite or a rampage. I want that super kick in the dynamite intro from now on. <laughs> Bring the boom. <laughs> and then just pop boom. right in the face. <laughs> I have five matches all together. I would, but I'm not going to list them all. All right. The three, if I'm, if I'm stuck with three, is definitely going to be the TBS title. We've already seen that match. That could have been a cool moment on Dynamite. We said that earlier. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Darby Allen. That mm-hmm. was that was thrown together last minute. Mm-hmm. No meaning behind it. It was one of those, you two don't have anything to do. We need you on a card. Right. Yeah. You, you guys are going to go. And then I'm going to go with the mixed tag. Uh, yeah. Sammy Guevara's mixed tag. They have absolutely demolished the meaning of the TNT title. Just get rid of it by now. This is how you're going to treat it because it's garbage. It's absolute garbage. Scorpio Sky, it deserves a lot better. Mm-hmm. We love Sammy Guevara three months ago. Why are we leaning into the douche that is within him? We really don't need that either. Uh, you're making us cheer for Dan Lambert. Like it's a it, Everything about Ty Conti and everything that is surrounding the TNT title, we saw Sammy Guevara destroy a TNT title over a match that had nothing to do with the title. The TNT title deserves better. Strip it off Scorpio Sky so we can just get it away from this story. I said on uh, on my podcast that I would love to see Samoa Joe hold that title and make that title mean something. A Samoa Joe or an Adam Cole. Like, I would have made put those two in the ring together and put that for the TNT title so that title can start to mean something. Because this title looks like shit right now. At least it looks like they're moving on, right? Who did yeah, I, I hope. I, think, I hope. Thank um, God. And yeah, Scorpio Sky is a guy we, you know, Deserves a better is something that we throw around Love a lot, Scorpio but man, Sky. he's just a guy who's been just grinding for yeah, so long. You know, he got uh, a great opportunity to be under the wing of uh, the of the Kazarian and the fallen angel under the wing. See what I did there? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're just he got got saddled with uh, 
with t- top, America's top team and all that stuff is just not working. I, you know, you guys, you guys are right. I was on the wrong side of history with my choices. That should be on the. Uh, that should be off of the pay per view much more than the tag match should be. One match that we all, I think, thought going in was a match that we didn't need. Death Triangle versus Houses Black turned out to Woo! be. So, with, with the Bucks facing the Hardys, we didn't have that spot fest kind of like right, supercharged yeah. match that you yeah. expect from, um, you know, uh, 2010 professional wrestling. And boy, they brought it. Yeah, they brought it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, the, House of Black is fun. That's yeah. so great. And, and, and again, the Julia Hart. Uh, oh my sweat. God, Chuck I, screamed. I, yeah. did. I believe it. I, it was like the pitch was so high. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening! <laughs> it's happening! Now, did you know when the lights went out? The minute the lights went the out, minute, I was okay. like... <gasps> His because re- Chuck was sitting next to me on the couch and literally just like, he's just lounging and all of a sudden, boom, he's on the edge of the couch. Yep. He's on the edge. He's like, it's, and, and, and like, I'm just looking at him. I'm like, I'm like, I just had my, my hand like just on his shoulder and like, all right, we're gonna get through. It's gonna like, go. it's gonna be calm down. Yeah, yeah. I got neighbors. This is that it. That was great. This is it. That was that was a great spot. That that because I did not see the the meaning of doing this match on pay per view. Uh, I do feel bad that, that I mean this again was great. That, that uh, Death Triangle has taken so many losses in this feud, which is why I'm like, why it are we rough. doing this again? Yeah, no, it but, is rough. Julia Hart, that that definitely made up with it. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, I was in. I was all in for you. Yeah, no, I, that was definitely my my moment of the night. <laughs> Finally got my spooky bullshit. To me, whenever the lights go out, I still don't like, is it the fiend? Is it the fiend? <laughs> yeah, which we're, we're going to get to that in a minute. Something I'm way. saying, what? <laughs> <laughs> still love that people had the great Kali trending on Twitter when Satnam Singh came out. Anything else AEW related before we move over to the other side of the uh, wrestling world spectrum? I think we I think we covered it all. We covered the big uh, Papervu and all the MJF BS and yeah. All right, JV, you got another question for us? Uh, yeah, let's go over to the WWE side of things. Uh, let's start with uh, what new tag team is attempting to challenge the Usos for the unified Chuck. tag team titles? Go ahead. Uh, the the uh, the bro and the Ronin. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> Matt Riddle and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. That is correct. No, I yep. did not. I did not hear about this. I'm bro, on the board. The yeah, good job. Yeah, we're not really doing points. Sorry, we don't do points in my game show. Oh, but, all right. Uh, <laughs> good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I, at first, I'm kind of like, huh. And as they continue to tell the story, I'm like, I guess it makes sense. Boogs is hurt. Orton's hurt. Both hurt by the bloodline. They're both, they're both kickers, man. Like yeah. when it happened on on SmackDown on Friday, I went, "All right, yeah, you got me. That's not bad." Both of them were like just these kicking monsters in NXT. I can see pairing these two together. Yeah. It's might be fun. It's interesting to see how they're they are or not booking Hell in a Cell because again, they haven't put this. You know, this should be a tag match. The show's this Sunday. As of right now, Roman has not been announced for the show. Yeah, no, the well, tag titles haven't been announced for the this show. This isn't one of the big four, so Roman's not fighting. And the the tag team titles just uh, just happened. What like two weeks ago? They're not going to be on pay per view. Fuck that. You don't think so? No, fuck that. Now the the interesting part that a lot of people are talking about, and I guess there's two ways to look at this. If you look at the card, it is predominantly Raw, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But there's also reports, and we've seen it because we saw Riddle and Shinsuke on Raw last night, that the brand split is basically over. They're not necessarily going to. They're is not. This- was this the JV watch? The brain split watch? Wait a minute. Brain split watch? Wait a minute. You can go we look it up. snuck in here. <laughs> <laughs> brain watch. 
It's just in, JV, once again, calling if you the look brand it split. Up, is, there is reports within the wrestling community yeah. that the brand split, at least behind the scenes in writing, is basically over. They're not going to have an official announcement, but as time goes on, you're going to see people on both sides. Kevin Owens was on SmackDown this past week. Hosting a KO show with Sami Zayn. Phenomenal yep. segment, by the way. Amazing. Love those two together. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Sami Zayn was on Raw two weeks ago. The Usos are back and forth. RK Bros back and forth. Shinsuke was on Raw last night. So slowly they, you know, here and there, it's, you know, it's. Trust me, by Survivor Series, it'll be SmackDown versus Raw again. You think so? I'm sure. Really? I don't know how you I get hope back not. to that. They botched some, I, the, 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 the dropping the ball on like Survivor it. Series last year was yeah. one of the things that yes. was like sort of the the last nail in the coffin for me before sure. I had to like, like okay, I'm just going to wait for uh, something. Like I, I need a full year out of WWE to believe in WWE again. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason why they should not be planning Survivor Series right now. Right. And they should be planting seeds for Survivor Series right now. I remember complaining vociferously how, how just – thrown together Survivor Series yeah. felt last year and, and and now we're a week before Hell in a Cell and we're like, yeah, I don't know, put Raw on there. <laughs> like, right. What is going on, yeah, Vince McMahon? They have six matches announced for Hell in a Cell. I want to say it was six and it's a solid card but again, if you're, if you're basing it off of Raw and SmackDown brand split wise, it's basically all Raw matches. Yeah, well, and Seth are probably going to main event. They're counterbooking. They're in Hell in a Cell. They're, 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 they're counter-booking Double or Nothing. It's going to be a two-hour show, and there's only six matches. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I am more than okay with that. Although we oh, are yeah. getting we He's... are getting the six-person tag match I wanted, uh, Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea against AJ, Finn, and Liv. That'll be fun. Uh, at Hell in a Cell. That'll be fun, but at the at the end of the day, like any of those mixed tag matches, the, the, the point that they cannot... The, the line that they cannot cross is they do not want to show men committing violence against women. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, like, I understand it, but, you know, like, Rhea's the same size as Finn Balor. Let her take a goddamn yeah. stomp or something. <laughs> yeah. Let her pick him up and fucking power slam him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah she, could I, do it. she could definitely do it. I think if you're going female on male, you're, you're definitely not going to get the, uh, the, the backlash on that for sure. Now, if you're asking Damian Priest to powerbomb, live we have an issue but yeah they have six matches it looks like cody and seth will probably main event in hell in a cell which i'm okay with but then they got the raw triple th raw uh women's triple threat lashley against omos and mvp ezekiel and ko judgment day uh six man tag and then now theory's defending the u.s title against ali so all stories predominantly Ooh. told on raw yeah if the brand splits over, then that's probably how they're looking at it. Like, no, it's not raw pay-per-view. It's just the brand splits well, kind of over. SmackDown has one show 48 hours before the pay-per-view to say, hey, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think we get at least, because Matt Cat Moss is back on SmackDown this week, I think we'll probably get one more Matt Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. Boo. Hopefully it's not Madcap, though. Have we got any indication? I missed last week's. Did he come back with the suspenders this week? He is coming back. He No. So he is coming back, and there was a, a tweet or, uh, that was shown during SmackDown that said, jokes are over, I'll be back next week. So I, that kind of gives me a vibe that we're going to get a new, whether it's he's still Mad Cat Moss, just looks different. Is he going back to Riddick Moss? He's going to borrow, 
He's, 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 he's going to borrow one of the retribution fa- uh, Bane face masks. <laughs> well, they had. <laughs> I was thinking a ghillie suit. He's going to be moss. Yeah. Well, they moss. Had, <laughs> they had, What's the? Is it the swamp monster? Yeah, swamp monster. <laughs> they had T Bar on Raw last night, which, by the way, the Miz TV segment with the Street Profits, so freaking good. That was fun. Those guys, that was fun. The twenty four seven title got involved, and normally I'm over that. But the Street Profits sitting back watching yeah, the twenty four seven moved, stuff happen. They moved those Miz chairs like to the corner of the so ring and just sat happen. there and watched it happen. Yep. And they got involved every now and then. Like they like Montez Ford gets up and just kicks uh who is it? Uh, T Bar. No, oh, yeah. T Bar. Yeah. He just gets up, kicks T Bar in the face, and then sits back down and continues watching. <laughs> that, that whole segment, uh, when they interviewed the Miz during Miz TV, everything about that was fantastic. I, yeah. I had fun during that segment. Uh, but they had T Bar on Raw, so wh- whatever he used to wear in Retribution, they could give to to Moss. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he he. It's funny they still call him T Bar, but he doesn't come out with any face paint or anything. It's clearly <laughs> down with the. Down we with had to change COVID. LA Knight's name again. But we're going to keep you as T-Bar. Yeah, right. Which I, I hate that they changed his name, but I love him so much that he can make anything get over. I love that. As, I love Max Dupree. As stupid as it is to change LA Knight, who you already own the rights to, to Max Dupree, who you once again own the rights to, I love that his new gimmick on SmackDown is to get right in somebody's talk right into somebody's face. Yes. Like he gets, How close he, he gets, gets to Adam Pearce. This close to Adam Pearce while he's talking. And that's that's really funny. We learned nothing from the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I was Damn thinking. Like, man, he better Brother. he better be tested frequently. All the time. <laughs> now, did you have Liv Morgan? Uh, at what point in watching Liv Morgan's development did you think? Cannot wait until she's Bullet Club affiliated. You know, I mean, like the, I mean, I love being surprised. I will say that. You know, it it certainly wasn't predictable, but. I'll take it. I'm here like, for it's it. pretty cool. I'm here for like, it. Like, yeah. all right, let's That's see right. how this plays out. Liv I'm Morgan forced. is a badass. She's got the look. She's got the talent. She's lovable. She's you know likable. She, you know what she doesn't have? All that. A win-loss record. That's fair. hey All right. You got another question for us? <laughs> Dang, Leia. <laughs> Damn. Got her. <laughs> You're fucking right. The numbers don't lie. That's right. <laughs> they don't lie. Your win loss record is worse than the fiends. All right. Damn. Oof. All not, right. Let's not get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. All right. What wrestling event was forced to change venues due to poor ticket sales? Oh, Shawnee. Uh, that would be uh, the uh, money in the bank. Yes. <laughs> I like, I like you pantomiming the, the ladder. Uh, yeah. You get that brain fired up. Yeah. Listen, this was, in my opinion, this show from the beginning had absolutely no business being in a stadium to begin with. People are jumping on this to all oh, see WWE, whatever. And in a top four pay-per-view, it's not promoted like WrestleMania. It doesn't have the heritage or the history that Royal Rumble Survivor Series not that Survivor Series has ever been in the stadium, but SummerSlam uh, or WrestleMania has. Because at those stadium shows, there's a lot of people who don't follow wrestling like week to week, but they know WrestleMania. They know the name. Yeah. They know the name SummerSlam. So let's go out. Uh, you know, and you fly a lot of people from the UK that aren't going to be flying out four times a year. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer, answer this question for me. Sure. What's the, what's the most fun gimmick match WWE does every year? Oh. Money in the Bank? No, Royal Rumble. Thank you. Well, very Royal much. Rumble. Yeah. Royal I, Rumble. I, it's, it's it's weird. I don't think it has a gimmick Royal, match, even though it is. Royal Rumble is everyone's favorite gimmick match yeah, every absolutely. year. What's your second favorite? I mean, I'd probably. 
I mean, because I, I, I think money in the bank is probably, probably the majority is, answer. Yeah, I, I would I say, say it's number two. I don't know yeah, what else you would put on there. Because I'm thinking like Elimination Chamber. Nah, does no. Elimination Chamber never really does it's much not, for it's me. It's not going to be Hell in the Cell. Hell As Shawnee said 15 minutes ago, they have decimated Survivor Series. Yeah, that have. means nothing. Yeah, yeah, so I guess, yeah, I mean, it would be the Money in the bank. Money in the bank. That's yeah. fair. Exactly. Like, I can, I can understand the knee-jerk decision. It's like, everyone fucking loves Money in the Bank, right? It's just like Royal Rumble. Let's... I mean, we could yeah. get a stadium. Let's try it. But but I absolutely agree that well, no business. Like, it, now. It's two now. stadium shows within a month, too. Because keep in mind, SummerSlam is in July this year. Yeah. So yeah. you're That's trying to do... two. You're trying to do two stadium shows within three weeks... That's a lot. I don't care. It could have been WrestleMania guys, and SummerSlam. You were going to have an issue. So about three days before they made the official announcement, they, the rumors had started that they might switch. So I, I was like, I wonder what the ticket. So I, I did some research to see what the ticket sales were. And it was like right on the cusp of being under the MGM, right? So mm. the MGM, I think, holds 18, and they had sold like 17, 5 or whatever. But in terms of the football stadium, what it had said was that they, they had sold 17,000-plus out of 25,000. So what I think they had was the football stadium set in sort of tiers, right? So if they would have sold between 18 and 25,000, that was their goal. It was going to be in the stadium, probably going to cut it in half and, you know, do some some stuff, but at least they were going to be, you know, how WWE loves to see, be able to say we did a thing, mm -hmm. even if it's eh, carnied a little bit. So I think that really if they would have sold 1,000 more tickets, I think we would have saw it in that football stadium, but it would have been uh, whacked in half mm. football sure. stadium. And I think that was probably the plan all along. Unfortunately, they were like 600 people below the threshold of fitting in the MGM. And at that point, you're like, well, you know, the cost of getting the, the full football stadium. Right. When you're, you know, it's not like Vince McMahon, it's, I don't know where he's going to find the money to pay to be <laughs> in a football stadium uh, without, uh, you know, cutting uh, another 45% of his uh, workforce. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Pinching pennies, that guy. Pitching pennies. Do you see this suit I'm wearing? <laughs> it's 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 funny to me because we just went through a couple of episodes of the Super Universe mode over on the One Fall Show mm -hmm. YouTube page. Me and me and Nate doing the and and Will doing the the different things. What we, up, Nate? I miss Nate. We we drafted all the different rosters. And I'm in charge of Raw and SmackDown. And then over the last couple of weeks, because the draft was six months ago, we were like. What if we start cutting down the rosters? Because I'm seeing the same people over mm -hmm. and over again. And I know that if there's like 50 people on this roster and I'm seeing 10 of them, I'd, I'd really like to see these other people instead. So we started cutting people and I did the most cutting. My rosters Ooh. are extremely lean, but huh. now I'm seeing very different matches. And now like, I mean, I didn't have any budgets and nobody lost their job <laughs> or anything, but I think I might kind of understand that mentality a little bit better now. <laughs> That's all Chuck needed. To understand, <laughs> it's playing a little video games. I want to get to something that happened a couple hours ago. Uh oh. Uh, from are we in the loop on Bray Wyatt's situation? I nope. I have seen tweets, but uh, I think you are more familiar with what the I got. Are. I got all the tweets. He went on a little Twitter splurge. All right, a get my hopes up. Ago. Yep, he's getting <laughs> everyone's hopes up right now. First off, he updated his profile picture. Can't even. Try to describe it because it's Bray Wyatt. Good luck. Go check it out. Okay. Uh, and, and then there were two tweets that followed it. They are three tweets. Sorry. Three tweets that followed it. They are everything good that's ever happened to me. First came a period horrible suffering. I never ask why. I just wait for the, the rough part to end. I was chosen for whatever reason and I've got shit to do. It doesn't hurt anymore. It burns. I'm ready now. Followed that up with I'm tired of watching. Tired of hearing irrelevant clowns speculate how I'll be perceived. 
Tired of hearing about my greed? My desired question. Wherever and whenever I decide to return, I will remind everyone why they know my name again and again. Believe in me. Hashtag I found it. And then one last tweet. Patience, it's almost time. So, of course, everybody is all over on Bray Wyatt. Where the hell is he coming back? That picture is an upside-down firefly yeah. with the fiend's face in the body. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I can't look that closely on my laptop. As right. I mean, I don't know. It's, look, uh, it's anyone's guess. I want more than anything to see the fiend's entrance live. Yeah. I want to experience Code Orange doing that fucking song and I want to see the laser lights and I want to I want to scream hurt and heal along with the song as much as anybody. But how in the world could he ever go back to the WWE? Why do you say that? Because they bungled everything about The Fiend from almost step 1. And everything about Bray Wyatt since step one. Yeah, <laughs> he's, right. he's no wins. Going, he should have toppled the Undertaker. Yeah. He should be operating a WrestleMania streak. Right. I don't understand. Vince, I get it. Vince McMahon was like, I, I don't get it. So, what is he, some sort of supernatural monster? What yeah. am I supposed to do with that? I don't know. And Undertaker's like, I don't know, boss. What do you do with that? (laughs) (laughs) The same thing you did with your other supernatural monster, you dick. Yeah. I I I totally get that. I I get that thought. But I I don't see anywhere else that is appealing for him right now. I don't. Especially for how big of a name he is. Uh, You know, again, with, and you kind of talked about it with the lean rosters or anything. Look, it's, you know, the same thing, you know, talked about MJF. It's real easy if you got the name and in, in the the following. Sure. It's real easy to go make a name over there and be on the headline, right? And Bray Wyatt, that character, especially with how long he's been out, I do not want to see him in AEW where I'm going to see him once every three weeks. That's not a knock on AEW at this point. I'm just saying they got a lot of good things going on. I would just as soon see him like he last time last we heard he was in Hollywood. He was working on something for Hollywood. No, like, no, but I'm talking wrestling. Like, I wouldn't hate that either. There we go. Lucha Underground. Give me some Lucha Underground. Not, oh, wait. not around not anymore. A thing anymore. Oh. I mean, I personally, you know what? I would love to see him play kind of a free agent role for a bit. If he were to somehow show up for the G1 and just kind of hop around and just do whatever the hell he wants. Sure. Don't mind that. That would be um, amazing for me. Yeah, it's 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 tough because it would, I, be, it would be a lot of fun to never know where he's going to be next. Exactly. And and who plays like that? New Japan, Impact, AEW, everybody except WWE I mean, is I, willing to play that game. Yeah. I understand the concern. You could about- announce him for Impact and I wouldn't know where he was going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> I can I That's can under- I can understand the concern about him going to AEW just considering the 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 roster size is so packed, but like I'm sorry. I, I can't the WWE burned me yeah. and yeah. him literally before right. already and it's just I it my I I have very little faith and hope yeah. so it's 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 tough but so that's I, why but I'm again, going I, with free agents but and I don't mind what you just said about him bouncing around I also will go back to despite the uh, roster size in AEW if we're gonna keep the Dark Order around sure. The story is there. I would like to see. It would make if, sense. I would like to see, going back to AEW, I would like to see the House of Black move on from Death Triangle and target the Dark Order. 
and I, be like, you guys are doing a disservice to the spooky bullshit. This, yes, that yes. would be fun. We're but, going to destroy all of you except for two who are going to stay on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just can't. I, I go back. I've said this before. You know, God rest his soul, Miss Brody Lee, but I cannot believe what they've done to the Dark Order since he's been gone, especially with what it looked like they were leading to do with Brody Lee basically. We're taking over this company, spooky bullshit, serious. No, well, they figured out to, so they figured out through the YouTube shows that most of the Dark Order is way better at being funny. And yeah, that's I, fine. I, well, then yeah. let's take that all away from them. Like, take the Dark Order gimmick away and let them be that funny, goofy shit. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're running around with this Dark Order, um, you know, gimmick. And, you know, Evil Uno still has his name and has his get up, which is creepy. And then he talks and you're like, you're not creepy at all. You're a fucking well, Canadian. Yeah. You can't be a, you're fucking Canadian. You can't be a Super Smash brother. <laughs> Nintendo will see the shit out of him. Right. Yeah. So I, I, that's the story for me in AEW if he goes there uh, for sure. But look, on the other side, and I completely get the issues with WWE always. But... See what they've done? I, I said it earlier. They've done a great job of Cody Rhodes. Not saying they'll no turn face. a page, but it's just a matter Let's of... Let's talk about Cody Rhodes in a year. Yeah. Can't wait for Cody Rhodes versus Veer sometime next spring. <laughs> Taking loss after loss after loss. It will be interesting to see what happens with Cody once... I he, think Cody's he, in the title he, picture this time next year. Oh, he's going to win the title, I think, probably at some point. Uh, but, like... After that, yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right. This, um, the bloom's gonna come off the rose. Yeah, he'll eventually. get he'll get Brock Lesnar oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, of you course, get, it's he's gonna get Brock. I'm sorry, you get Brock about a year off. Uh, exactly, he'll get Lesnar. He'll lose in what 38 seconds or whatever. Like That's it, Kofi Kingston. <laughs> nah, but I I don't know. I I just you know, I have a hard time. The free agent idea isn't bad, especially it adds to his his Mystique. mysterious. Yep, there it is. Uh, you know, when it comes to that. Uh, but if it's anywhere consistently, it's got to be WWE, guys. It really does. I, I'm not saying I have all the faith in the world. They're not going to ruin it. But if you want to see him consistently, yeah. if you want the best shot at him legitimately getting a push as a legit <laughs> face on TV. You had, you had me until you said a legit shot at, at getting a yeah, push. Yeah, I guess well, that's no, my, it that's, is. I, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. However, it's like I'm looking at it. I'm like. Would I rather see him every three weeks on TV putting on amazing pay-per-view matches or every week on TV and having absolute steaming bags of diarrhea on pay-per-view matches? But here's the thing, I don't though. want I've seen enough of that. Like, but here's it's the so problem, disappointing. Though. The Fiend is, is very big. His whole character is huge on storytelling, right? Yeah, we know. Yes. <laughs> so if I don't know that for him specifically – once every three weeks works. Hmm? You know what I mean? I don't think that works because his whole vibe, his whole character, everything about him is a lot of storytelling leading up to whatever match or program he's in. I, I don't know that once every three weeks we'll, we'll do that. I had an idea, but I don't want to go round and round about this. Okay. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, yeah I, it'll I, be interesting I, to see. I, yeah. I mean, this isn't the first time that he's tweeted, hey, almost, and everyone went like, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. yeah. At this point, he's, the, the edgelord should be his, uh, his ring name when he comes back. <laughs> on this day. Although, I mean... Depending on how much how spooky Judgment Day wants to go, go. <laughs> have uh, have Bray Wyatt join him. Mm, well, we I don't just hate have that. to wait. 
Yeah. But again, it depends on wait. how spooky they want to go with Judgment Day because it's got the spooky vibe, but it isn't. Oh, like, for sure, it isn't like full. If the camera can ever line up perfectly on Edge, so it looks like he's wearing wings instead of has wings and a screen behind him, they did that with just Rhea. Off yeah, they did a, that with Rhea beautifully last night. Excellent. Way. Yeah, they actually got that down when she was coming out to make it. Look I think like, I only made it halfway through Raw, and then I was like, I got to tap out. I'm, yeah, I've seen enough wrestling for forty eight hours. Oh, yeah, for sure, that's you sat through eight hours of. Right. Uh, by the way, I think I might actually watch NXTs in your house this Saturday. I'm not, and I will say, <laughs> just, I, just I'm not doing that. Just do to, that. <laughs> no, just to walk into it blind and see. Yeah. Because yeah. right, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think the biggest crime everyone who works in NXT now has is the fact that they are replacing an NXT we loved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. And I think I'm not saying they should, or I would enjoy this. We talked about Survivor Series. If they keep they're keeping a brand versus brand thing. I don't think we're going Raw versus SmackDown. I think in their brain, WWE, it's their way to highlight what the new NXT is, and they would do WWE versus NXT 2.0. And WWE wins every match then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Squash match. Squash matches all around. Wardlow to MJF every match. Uh, Shawnee, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Shawnee.constant or at the uh, One Fall Show. Twitter at One Fall Show. Erica? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Vanis. Or if you forget that, just Google me. You'll find all my shit there. Justin, you've obviously got another podcast you cheat on us with. Tell the people where they can find it. <laughs> yeah, the JV Shout out talk. to Virtus. Yeah, shout out to Virtus, <laughs> by the way. Uh, if you haven't seen him falling out of his chair on the show, it was fantastic. Go check out that video now. All over social media at PPV underscore pod. Uh, for the JB Sports Talk pay-per-view pod, which is available wherever the hell you get your podcasts, uh, and also jbsportstalk.com for just sports. And I've been your host, Chuck Bean. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K. I want to send a shout-out to Renegade Wolf, subscribing uh, with Prime for five months while we were talking. Thanks for joining hey. us here. You, can also, you, you can also check us out uh, or check me out with the uh, Nerd Radio podcast over at WRF.com, which we also record on Twitch when I'm not playing video games. I believe it's about time, Shawnee. Have fun, everybody. Be safe. And don't forget about Hookhausen. Housing from Sean Housing. It's Macomb County. Produced a podcast of some sort. Dan Housing must come on to this show. Who is this? Who is knocked on Dan Housing's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast? Dan Housing does not know this. Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Who knows? One fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Dan Housing into promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rue the day. Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Yes. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh,